There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. An Evening Standard investigation has revealed how cocaine seizures in London have soared over 1,500% in the past decade. The Class A drug's use has apparently become so prevalent that there's even cocaine traces in the capital's wastewater. Metropolitan Police data shows officers seized over a tonne powdered cocaine with an estimated street value of £105 million last year. That's the most on record. Experts say the drug, once the preserve of the wealthy and middle classes, is now so common it's viewed as more socially acceptable. Despite links to violent crime, heart attacks, stroke and depression, coupled with its smuggling journey of violence and misery to the UK. It was a crime, it was a mistake. I deeply regret it. How many times did you take cocaine? I took it several occasions, um, uh, on social occasions, more than 20 years ago when I was working as a journalist. That's politician Michael Gove on the BBC's former Andrew Marr show back in 2019, proving drugs certainly are not cool. And what about his colleagues, Jacob Rees-Mogg, speaking with Jeremy Vine on Channel 5 around the same time? When did you last take cocaine? Me? No, I'm in the same category as you. I'm just very boring. I swear as well. It's reassuring, isn't it? Never been offered it? Never been offered it, no. Seen it? No, never seen it. No. Interested? No. So who is fueling London's cocaine boom? Why are police struggling to get a grip on the menace? And is it time for a rethink on drugs strategy? To find out more, the Leader podcast is joined by Anthony France, the Standards Crime Correspondent. Anthony, what have you discovered in your investigation? During our investigation, we discovered that um, how big the problem of cocaine is in London. We discovered that the police, the number of seizures that they've made has soared by over 1,500% in a decade. And the problem is so bad that investigators have found traces of its widespread use can even be found in the capital's wastewater. What are the gang links? Yeah, so there are very obvious links between cocaine trade and violent crime in London. Essentially, criminals would want to protect their market, and that leads to rivalries between various gangs who then fight turf wars on the streets of London. So in terms of killings, some of them are linked to the county lines trade, which is the trade of drugs from cities like London to towns outside, much smaller towns and cities. And it's all about the huge market. We were hearing from the National Crime Agency last week that organised crime in the UK is worth £12 billion a year, which is obviously the uh, gross domestic product of some countries. 
Are they UK-based or international? London is very much the centre of uh, international crime. You have people from Eastern Europe, you have people from Colombia, you have people from Europe who are all involved, including people born here as well. And everybody is fighting for their share of the market. It's truly global. And of course, through London, among the worldwide money laundering, we're talking about a figure in the region of 100 billion pounds. What do we know about the prices, the money changing hands? One kilo of cocaine in London varies between £80,000 and £100,000. So in terms of a deal, that would be about £30. And of course, that price is coming down all the time because there is a complete glut in the market because of overproduction in places like Colombia and the streets are absolutely flooded with cocaine. It used to be something where it was very much exclusive, celebrities, but now there's not even a major sporting event where you don't see somebody rushing to the toilets and also dinner parties. The amount of cocaine that's now been taken has reached an epidemic level. What's the drug being cut with? The way to um, boost your profit margin is to cut it and and there have been some quite horrendous things where cocaine have been mixed with vim and things like sugar and stuff like that. You know, anything to make sure that the profit is kept high. And of course, the more dangerous substance that you mix cocaine with, you know, the more chance of somebody who does take it having a bad reaction. Let's go to the ads coming up. How police are busting London's cocaine gangs. But is it enough to stop the capital being flooded with a deadly drug? Why not hit follow in the meantime and give us a rating? Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Anthony, what have you learnt about police drug busts? There have been examples recently where the the Met, they've been seizing boats with hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of cocaine on board, both on the um, Sussex coast and also on the Thames as well. The amount of cocaine that's actually seized is quite small, so there is a lot in the market. And how about arrests and convictions? The police have um, a number of very good successes, actually. The National Crime Agency, they seized over half a tonne of coke in a batch of bananas on a boat that was travelling from Colombia to London. That was in July of last year. And uh, in February this year, the Met charged three men with importing 350 kilos of cocaine, valued at about £35 million, that was discovered on a small boat off the coast of uh, Eastbourne. The Met also, their specialist crime officers, they seized cocaine worth over £25 million last year from a couple that were actually using hire vehicles and minicabs to move their supplies in uh, large hodls. But yes, I mean, there's fantastic results when I think about what the Met have been doing in terms of county lines operations. 
Could you tell us more about that? Yeah, so in March this year, um, Operation Oracho, which is the Metz County Lines operation, they arrested over 222 people and safeguarded 177 vulnerable young people. That was just in one week. And a lot of these young people were being used to cuckoo in various buildings where they were looking after the drug dens. In that particular operation, the police seized over a million pound worth of drugs, five firearms and 51 machetes, knives and swords, um, plus a huge amount of cash. But when you were asking earlier about the link between the cocaine trade and our violent crime, well, in that particular operation, over 80% of the people who've been arrested had previously been arrested for homicide and grievous bodily harm or possessing weapons. So it's very a very clear link there between the cocaine trade and violent crime. So even aside from the devastating health risks to users, the whole supply chain is massively unethical and blood-soaked, but yet some dealers claim they have this woke coke. What have you discovered about that? Yeah, absolutely. We spoke to um, David McLaughlin, who uh, works at the Priory, And he says that at the moment, he believes that there may even be a shift in opinion against cocaine because it is not eco-friendly. And, you know, the people who make it in um, some of these countries are treated absolutely terribly. He said, you know, funny enough, it's people who might consider themselves to be conscientious consumers. You know, they buy the fair trade coffee, the chocolate, the avocados, but they know that their cocaine isn't ethical. They're prepared to turn a blind eye to the harms. And um, that's even and harms to their own health. And what's your view on its pervasiveness? Cocaine, as far as class A drugs, just seems to be in its own category, whereas, you know, people might well be revolted by the uh, thought of someone taking heroin, for example, or crystal meth. For some reason, cocaine just seems to almost like it's got its own PR agent, which is telling them that this is a great party treat. I think that cocaine itself, it's because it's fast acting within 20 or 30 minutes of someone snorting it, the reaction and the buzz is already there. So it causes people to stay awake longer. It reacts with the body very quickly. And I think that, and that's why people who take cocaine go on to drink more heavily, get involved in risky behaviours and maybe get in trouble with the police. So I think that it seems to have this image that it's a good party treat. But as I said, very much people turning a blind eye to the harm that it does cause. Finally, Anthony, many thanks for your time. What have you learnt about the calls for a strategic rethink on the war on drugs? There is quite a lot of debate, and I know um, some police leaders and academics are wondering whether the prohibition of drugs is actually contributing to the crime, and that is a debate, I suppose, for them. We did speak to Alex Stevens, who's a professor of criminal justice at the University of Kent, and he actually wants a debate about whether some drugs should be legal and would that reduce the crime around it because obviously you know the crime that's associated with it is the thing that is breeding the violent crime so yeah so there's there's a lot of debate and a lot of police leaders and a lot of academics who 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 really do want this debate actually about whether if drugs were legal you know would we have as much crime as we do There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at Standard. 
www.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back on Friday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.